millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero Zero here on the Hero for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Lee, and joining me as always is my co-host, Mr. Connor Lawler. You're meant to say harder in crime. No, no, no. I've decided to change it. Or oh, fair enough. Yes, <laughs> but joining me as always is my underling, Connor Lawler. Oh, oh, I would say apprentice. I just want to be as good apprentice. as you one uh, As a man who has put together one show over the course yes. of, this, of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what a I show it was. a wrong decision. <laughs> Look, it was great. I had a great time. We all had a great laugh. Um, what I... is Hero Zero? Hero Zero is a show where we choose one comic book character, as we do every single week, and we do their good points, their bad points. We just give you a general bit of a rundown, so if you've never heard of the character before, it's kind of a good introduction. We're obviously not going to cover, like, all 70 years of comic book history, but we'll give you a bite-sized chunk so that if you're interested, you can read more on that character if you want. And if not, then say, fuck you guys, that's a shit-kicked character. And and Sean, you're the worst host I've ever seen. That's what they'll say. Connor, reel it in. Really? <laughs> sorry, sorry, no. Then you could happily go off and say, maybe that's not for me. There you go. <laughs> Balanced you. opinions, like everything on the internet. <laughs> of course. Uh, so I have chosen, it's my week to do uh, Hero Zero this week, so I'm doing a Marvel character. And I've chosen okay, a good. Marvel character that, he's been in the news a little bit recently. There's rumours he'll be in an upcoming film. Okay, is it Captain America? Yes, it is. I'm doing him oh. again. Oh, well, oh yeah, we've already done them. <laughs> <I forgot laughs> Literally that. episode one. <laughs> I actually haven't gone back to ever listen to that episode. I wonder how different it sounds. Probably better. You probably better. I we feel weren't there was old. More effort. <laughs> yeah, we weren't old and haggard at that stage. No, but uh, the character I've chosen today is uh, Dane Whitman, aka the Black Knight. The Black Knight. Um, yes. Kit Harrington's going to play him, isn't he? Yes, that's okay. that's why he's been in the news. Uh, okay. Also, that'll play into a bit of trivia I have later on. So you just Ooh. you you just hang on to that there now. Oh, oh, I'll put that in my pocket and wait. And just hang on to it now, make it nice and warm. <laughs> the so, excitement of it all. 
So the Black Knight was originally a character back in like the 50s and 60s and he was a villain. And that dude's name was Nathan Garrett. And so Dane is his nephew. So there's been two Black Knights. There's been three. There's been a bunch. It's like a thing that's passed down if you get me. Right, but one of them was evil, and then he passed it down to his nephew to be like, you could also be a dickhead. And then Kid Harrington was like, no, I'll be nice. Well, uh, Iron Man was fighting Nathan Garrett, the uncle. Okay. And he was mortally wounded, so Iron Man killed him. Um, (laughs) Of course he did. He's a dickhead. (laughs) So, uh, Dane was summoned to his uncle's castle, um, just as he was dying, and... His uncle confessed to a life of crime and he wanted Dane to restore the honour of the Black Knight legacy. Right. But hadn't he destroyed the legacy? Yes, but now he was feeling oh. bad about it. Oh, right. As usual, they're on their death door and like, you know what? I maybe shouldn't have killed all those people. Wasn't the best. Wasn't my best work. <laughs> no. um, and Dane was a scientist. So at first he hoped to just use his scientific knowledge to be a force for good. But he started doing experiments in, into magnetism and inadvertently brought Magneto and Toad back to Earth from a time <laughs> when they were lost in space. <laughs> oh yeah, that, now in fairness, that's an obvious next step. In, no, in science, that's obviously magnets. what's going to happen next. <laughs> Ma- magnets, a man named after a magnet, and then a random frog. A Toad. Just all, connect- all connected. Uh, like, th- okay, this story... There's a lot in this that I just need you to be on board for. Okay, but look, Magneto, and then yeah. you had Toad. Toad has once gone north and south. He's basically half Magnet himself. I mean, Very it's, true. it's all there. If you just read between the lines, this makes sense. This does make sense. So yes. what does Magneto do when he comes back to Earth? He immediately uh, Normally he be- fucks up Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, well he tries. He immediately begins yeah. to reform the Brotherhood of Mutants. Uh, starting by kidnapping Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch. Uh, it's who very are hard kids. to catch Quicksilver. Uh, well, if he's wearing any metal at all, so, like his oh his class- yes, yes yes his classic dog tags. Yeah you know? yeah you're right yeah it's, and they're his children. They are his children, so he probably tricked them a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Dane put on the costume and weapons of the Black Knight to track Magneto down, but he was confronted by the Avengers, who assumed he was still his uncle. Yeah, which you would. Uh, you would. Uh, the Black Knight helped the Avengers get on the right track, but parted company with them, annoyed by their disgust. And is is the outfit, like, full Black Knight? Like, oh, yeah. Head to like, I'm talking medieval knight. Okay, but see, now that... Uh, I have a question about Kid Harrington at the end, but okay, go on. Okay. Uh, so, Nathan, uh, we're still, Nathan Garrett is still involved a bit, okay? So, Nathan was posthumously contacted to join uh, the Masters of Evil. No, no, no. Sorry, that's the dead uncle. The dead uncle, but they don't know he's dead because the Black Knight is still going around. Right, okay. Uh, uh, So he was uh, uh, invited to join the Masters of Evil. um, And this was organised by a villain called the Crimson Cowl. Oh, that's a good name. It is, but that, oh, the Crimson Cowl was actually Ultron. Oh, that's not a good name. The robot. <laughs> James Spader. Oh, James no. With his eyebrows. Um, <laughs> so, Dane Whitman, the new Black Knight, agreed to join the team with the hopes of infiltrating their ranks, and he tried to contact the Avengers before the attack. However, Ultron, Ultron guessed at his treachery, 
and the masters of evil intercepted him, beating him and leaving him abandoned. Oh, that's not good. No, the Black Knight also happened upon Jarvis, who was also abandoned by the masters, after being set up to appear as if he were the Crimson Cowl. Right. (laughs) So they they were going to dress Jarvis, the butler, up like the Crimson Cowl, so if they got caught, just leave him there. Oh, like um, the Joker and uh, the Red Hood. Yeah. Very similar Red Hood Okay, right. Cowl. Basically, plagiarism. <laughs> what you're saying. Pretty much. Uh, wait, oh. Um, the, <laughs> so the Black Knight tracked down the Masters of Evil, helping the Avengers escape and overcome their foes. The heroes then parted on better terms, although Whitman still wanted to keep his distance from the Avengers. Okay. Next up for Dane Whitman is he oh, travelled no. to England. Oh, that, where, I mean, if he's a knight... That should be the obvious place to go. Yeah, oh, Connor, he's going to go so many more places. Oh, no. (laughs) no. Uh, So he travelled to England hoping to sell the last of his inheritance from his uncle, Garrett Castle. There. What? His his uncle's name isn't Garrett Castle. The the house is Garrett Castle. See, now you're realising why I had a very confused sound when I heard that. Okay, so his, his uncle is... Uh, what's his name? Dane? No, that's Gar- him. Nathan, Gar- Nathan Garrett is the uncle. Dane Whitman is okay. the the nephew. Okay. Okay. And it's about... Okay. <laughs> what? You, you always say that before you say something completely bad shit. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So while at the castle, he was contacted by the spirit of his ancestor, Sir Percy of Scandia, the original <laughs> Black Knight. Of course he was. Of course. Uh, Sorry, what's the name? Sir Percy of Scandia. Yep. All right, yeah. No, oh, yeah, should a well-known name, Percy of Scandia. That You know, that famed medieval name, Percy. Yep. Yes, we all know a Percy from the Knights of the Realm. Um, so Whitman, Dane Whitman, proved worthy of pulling the ebony blade out of its scabbard. Also kind of similar to other stories, let's not get into that. <laughs> oh, it's it's all connected. <laughs> yeah. um, the that ev- reminds the me ev- of uh, Transformers 5, the one with Merlin. Oh yeah, when King Arthur became public domain. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the Ebony Blade is the weapon of the Black Knight. Uh, only a, a true honourable Black Knight can wield it. But the blade, the more you use it, the more it gives you a bloodlust. Oh God! So, so if oh, you're a knight c- that just goes around murdering, you'll become evil. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's actually quite a a nice little story touch, isn't it? Like it's the only way to be a good knight is to not use your sword. Yeah. No, that's good. And like at the start, did he use it a lot, and then he realised that, or did like some old man at a shop go, "Every time you use this." You will get more bloodlust. Was it explained like that to him? It, it's kind of uh, the ghost of Sir Percy explained it a little bit. Ah, of course, the ghost. I should have. The, yeah. the ghost, of course. <laughs> um, and he uses it to defeat um, a descendant of Sir Percy's enemy, Mordred. So Did you say Mildred? Mordred. Mordred. <laughs> you could fuck that old lady up. Fuck Mildred. Up. Oh, a sword against an old lady. It's no contest. <laughs> She's got a little cane. It's game over. <laughs> um, so over time Whitman began feeling the curse of the ebony blade making him grow more violent and more bloodthirsty uh, Okay. so when he nearly killed two jewel thieves after a pursuit he sought to end the curse by destroying the blade but th- can the blade even be destroyed 
ah now here's mm, the game yeah right so, there you go uh the search brought him to the magical dimension of paul Macus. oh for god's sake yeah right okay you've got like two more of these before i i'm out <laughs> oh there's at least there's at least three more <laughs> oh, no okay you've got three strikes here okay. we go he was captured by um, a man named archon and his ally the enchantress okay, okay? that's fine the enchantress, that's fine. the enchantress placed the Black Knight under a spell, keeping him uh, uh, under hypnosis even when the Avengers came to rescue him. And Captain America was just like slapping him in the face and putting water on him. <laughs> it's like yeah, it was like that scene from Airplane. <laughs> yeah, there was a nun with nunchucks. Muhammad Ali was there. Everybody was just trying their hand to just wake this fucker up. <laughs> um, so the Black Knight lost his sword during a fight. And it fell into a magical well and was seemingly destroyed. <laughs> right. Uh, so, in fact, it was not destroyed at all. I uh, I wasn't expecting this at all. This is a plot twist. But it was lost in time, Connor. Oh, that's strike one. He's done it. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> uh, the blade appeared in Olympus and the god Ares discovered it. Uh, Ares allied with the Enchantress from earlier, who was following the blade and launched an assault on Olympus. How did it end up with the gods? Because it was lost in time. Lost in time, of course. Sorry, it can show yeah. up any time, any place. And luckily it just ended up in the hands of a god rather than the probably trillions of people that had ever come before it. That's true. And the god of war, no less. What a quinky-dig! Um... So Ares was defeated uh, and the Enchantress fled, but not before casting the Black Knight aside, transforming him into stone. Oh, oh no! Yeah, it's gonna be—it's gonna make his stories a lot slower. Believe me. Uh, oh, exa- exactly. Now here we go. Right. So if he's so, currently made of stone, that is going to make it difficult for him to move. Ah, oh, but Connor, Connor, <laughs> See, <laughs> you know not what you, you say. Fo- <laughs> Are you going to follow this up by he soon? Turned on, or turned back into human from stone. In a sense, now. Okay. Doctor Strange took the Black Knight's body with him to his sanctum. Oh, Doctor Sanctorum. Strange is here now. This is going to yeah. calm everything down. I'm sure this is going to make everything a bit more normal. Go on. Absolutely. He was hoping <laughs> to someday be able to reverse the curse. Yes. Eventually, Strange managed to contact the Black Knight's spirit, and his spirit had travelled back to the 12th century during the time of the Crusades. Of course, of course. That's strike two. I'm not getting... Actually, if they're both strikes for time travel, are they the same strike or separate strikes? I don't know. I think they're the same strike, but they happen at the same time. Okay, right. So, through a spell cast at the time of Camelot's demise by Merlin, the wizard... Of course, of course. Uh, Whitman's spirit inhabited the body of his ancestor, Eobar Garrington. This has turned into Assassin's Creed. Let's go into that. (laughs) Uh, He's also known as the Black Knight. He was thus able to track down Mordred the Evil from, you know, you remember? Mildred, yeah, I remember Mildred. Uh, And Merlin's spell also brought the Defenders, who helped the Black Knight confront Mordred, his allies and his armies. Okay. Ultimately, Whitman decided to stay in the past and the Defenders returned home. 
Right, so he's now, he's basically uh, his present self, but he's been turned back into time, and now he's decided to stay there, because obviously he's a knight, so he'd fit more in there, in that yeah, timeline. literally he's fighting because he swore an oath to the king, and he's like, a knight honours his oath. Oh, okay, right, and, and technically, like, there's no kings left, unless, like, so he couldn't come back here. Yeah, and it's... Like he will eventually, because that's comics. No, no, no. I'm thinking this time. This time is the set, the the proper time where he's just gonna stay. I think this <laughs> is the one time in comic books where they're just gonna leave it. Okay, uh, you can yeah. hold on to that hope. Yeah, no, and it'll be a strike two if he goes back. So just remember that. Go on. Oh lord, I've got about a paragraph. That's... <laughs> <laughs> um, so at some point following the Crusades, the Black Knight joined the High Druid of Avalon. Uh, in defending the realm of Avalon from attack by ancestral enemies of English gods. Right. Okay. Now, Avalon is like Celtic paradise. He's just, he's in a big battle now. He's agreed to defend the place. Pretty much. Avalon is okay. essentially Tiernan Og. Oh, okay. Tiernan Og is an Irish uh, story that we all learned at school about uh, a guy who goes to a land where people never age. Yeah. So it's similar and- to that. And yeah, okay, cool. Um, so the the High Druid summons the help of the Avengers from the future, and they hopes to use a artifact called the Evil Eye to absorb energy to close the portal between Avalon and Earth. But right, the Black Knight uh, used the Eye, and it destroyed his body in the process. Oh, for God's uh, sake. Right. <laughs> so, so now that that body's destroyed, his spirit goes back into the stone body. <laughs> and and the druid the druid turns him back into mortal man. He's oh, no longer made of stone. What a convoluted way to get this man out of being stone, for fuck's sake. But, see, Connor, do, what you need to remember is the Black Knight's been around since the 50s and 60s. Yeah, okay. And so they put him into the past for a bit, and now they can bring him back into whatever modern time it is. Ah, see, no, that, fair enough. Like, yeah, they're going to run out of stories eventually, and they're just going to be like, this knight needs to go back in time, and then somebody, another writer is going to come in and go, actually, I prefer the idea of, like, a guy out of his element. Let's bring him back to the modern times. Yeah, literally that. So he tried to settle back into modern-day life, although much had changed in his absence. Uh, a lady called Victoria Bentley, who's an associate of Doctor Strange, she bought Garrett Castle uh, to prevent the British government from seizing the property for failure to pay taxes. Okay. So he'd still have a home base. He also took a young Irish orphan, Sean Dolan, under his wing. <laughs> Sean Dolan. Why is there... A, every report you've done for the last three weeks is always some little Irish ginger head. <laughs> no one said he was ginger. <laughs> I'm assuming if he's called Sean Dolan, he has the biggest carrot top anyone's ever seen. That's fair. Um, <laughs> he, I, uh, he actually does. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> however, over time, Dane Whitman began experiencing increasing madness and bloodthirstiness. Yeah, because he kept using the sword. He kept using the sword when he was cooking, so he just like chopping the mouths. Oh, no. <laughs> now he's vegan and evil. <laughs> yeah. The worst kind of evil. <laughs> Damn you! Uh, so, Doctor, this was when Dane Whitman learned about the curse of the blade. How the more you spill blood with it, the more, the madder you get. Yeah. Okay. So he didn't learn about it until like ages after. 
Yeah, to the point where it was nearly too late. Yeah, okay. Um, so sometime later, his personality began to grow more medieval and archaic. So he'd start talking like an old knight. Okay, right. So he just went crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> Fair enough. Well, well, he just became, he just leaned into the whole knight thing, I guess. Look, you might as well. Um, so uh, a, a lady called Marina, who's the wife of Namor, the Submariner. Mm. Uh, she started going mad and Namor the Submariner decided he, he to be the one to put her down because she could have destroyed Atlantis by the way Namor is a man that literally I think has come up at least you've done what maybe 27 reports or something I think maybe a he's, bit more I think no you might have done 28 29 <laughs> but he, he's um, he has come up I'd say at least 16 times in those yeah. 28 reports he, I will do one on him at some point, but he's been around yeah. the longest. He was around he's in the Aqua, 50s. He's Aquaman. He's grown up. Yeah, literally. Like, he's grown up with Marvel. Um, so, when dealing a mortal blow to Marina, Namor grabbed the ebony blade from the Black Knight. And so this was the another time when she was super powerful, so killing her kind of amplified the effect of the blade if you get me oh see the bloodlust is like way more if you kill someone really powerful yeah to the point where and this might be strike two okay uh the curse took on the effect of slowly transforming him into a living extension of the ebony blade he began (laughs) he began to cut the people and objects he touched and gradually found it harder to move Right, so he just became a big sword. He, he was, he's becoming a big sword. He's becoming... Um, there's a man who's becoming a big sword, and you're saying this to me like I'm just meant to accept that. Yeah, uh, Thor right. eventually uses him to kill a baddie in Asgard. Yeah, does he, like, wield him like a sword? Wields him like a sword, yeah. Like, around his ankle, just start swinging him around his head. Yeah, like... He uses him as a sword. Any anyone oh. he touches gets cut. So <laughs> that's that's like that is the strangest. There's definitely a mutant in the X Men who already has that power. Just cut sword boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sword boy. I'm assuming. Um, like it, it is weird, but it doesn't last terribly long. Oh well, look. I would say even one issue is too many for the sword boy chronicles. <laughs> Well, look, some of us like Sword Boy. <laughs> sword Boy. Just respect for Sword Boy. He's been through a lot. Yeah. Um, so Black Knight soon returned to the Avengers. Uh, he's been cured by Doctor Strange. So Cured of the sword-ism. Yes, I think he just sent it to somewhere else. The curse. Asher, look. Yeah, just send it back in time. It's, it's, it's in the Crusades. The it's in the Crusades now. There's just some chap in the Crusades about to go to war, and so a big sword man appears beside him. It's like um, the paperclip in the old Microsoft Word. Yeah. Just, just a <laughs> fucking sword. Do you need a hand here now? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. So eventually he returned to the Avengers cured and abandoned the ebony blade in favour of a high-tech laser sword. Laser sword? Fucking hell. Right. Well, he's, he's a scientist, world. so he made one. Yeah, like, he's a scientist, but it's it's a weird thing that, like, if you're a scientist, I would normally assume that you're very modern. Yeah. And then then he's also 
a knight. So he has to like combine those two worlds. But then you said he started talking like an old like English man, and I don't know if that worked with the scientist mantra. Yeah, I, I, it's kind of he's in two worlds. Yeah, fair enough. Um. So he was now more determined and driven than ever and he grew into one of the Avengers' most prominent members, even serving as the unofficial field leader. Really? Yeah. So he became an actual, like, important character. That's so weird because nobody's ever heard of him. Yeah, literally. Um, And I think more people will hear of him if he's in the movie. Yeah, but he's in the Eternals, though. That's like the God movie, so... I'm sure you're about to get to it, but how does he get from leader of the Avengers to uh, India Turtles? Give me a paragraph. Okay, here we go. Um, so, th- this is just a little aside of who, if he gets his own spin-off movie, this is absolutely what it's going to be about. Um, okay, go on. Sean Dolan, his Irish ward. Big Carrot Top himself. Caratop himself. He later... You- oh, he could be played by Donald Gleeson. <laughs> he could be. <laughs> I bet he will be. Um, so he later used the ebony blade and became possessed and turned into a demonic blood wraith. That's his name. Okay. Oh, good. And so he he didn't get the he didn't turn into sword boy. He became evil. He just became evil. He became a little monster. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, he Dane defeated him, but he escaped and he became one of his most bitter foes. <sighs> Boys. So he's like a, a big bad for Black Knight. Right. Okay. Now. This next paragraph, this is where we find out about the Inhumans, but there's a bunch of names, and each character needs an explanation, but I'm not giving it one. Oh, boys, right. I'm, I'm really glad you made the decision not to give, because what happens is, it is like um, me with uh, Deadshot and the Suicide yeah. Squad. I was just kind of like, if I get into each member, we'll be here all day. Yeah, so you just, li- just listen for the names, and I'll tell you their relationship, and that's it. Okay. So... The Black Knight soon found himself in a love triangle involving himself and two of his teammates. Oh. We have the inhuman, Crystal, and the eternal, Cersei. Okay, you on board? Yeah, I'm I'm still with you. I've I've seen Cersei in Game of Thrones. uh, Well, look, similar. (laughs) Similar. Um, So Dane was in love with Crystal, the inhuman, but was strongly attracted to Cersei, who was mentally unstable. Right, so he just he wants to have sex with Cersei, but he he's like in love with Crystal. I know which option he probably should take, but yeah, let's be but honest guess here. Guess which one he does. I a hundred percent he takes Cersei. Um, so <laughs> Cersei had forced Dane to mentally bond with her. Oh, that's not. No, oh, it's kind of gotten a bit. Uh, it's gotten more a bit sour. Oh, a bit more sour there now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and about the same time as this, uh, a, a, oh, a black knight from another dimension tried to kill Cersei. Doesn't matter. Oh, for, of course. Don't worry about it. And I'm sure Crystal runs like a puppy farm. But, like, <laughs> Cersei, Cersei, like, mind-melded him, so it's fine. Well, Cersei has gotten together with Quicksilver in the meantime. So, Dane, ah, sure the knight that he is, is just like, yeah. not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's clearly a much better girl. What are you doing? Uh, um, so, uh, because he's a knight as well, he decides to accompany Cersei in exile to another dimension because of her, yeah, growing, I, her growing mental instability meant it was oh, too dangerous for her to be on Earth. 
Oh, I'd say that was, yeah, very nightly. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll go off with you on a holiday. Yeah, go on. Yeah, it'd be grand. Like, look at that. Just the two of us. So uh, that's the, that's his kind of connection with the Eternals, is that he's the consort of Cersei, I guess you'd call him. Right, so he's not actually, like, in any way connected to them other than the fact of Cersei and him have, like, uh, a relationship kind of thing. Yeah, like, I can see Cersei maybe being part of the plot in The Eternals. Okay. Like, her, her mental state being an issue, and then him going off with her at the end. Because he's clearly not the brightest, then. No, he's a bit of a dim boy. A bit of a dim boy, led by other areas of his body. <laughs> his hands. His hands, of course. Ebony Blade. Um, so they went on adventures in other dimensions. They went to the Crusades again. Um, <laughs> he fucking loves the Crusades. Oh, they're mad about him. Mad about it. <laughs> so uh, they eventually made it back to modern times and present day Earth. And then they just split up. They decided they weren't for each other anymore. If you go on holiday, you you get to know each other really well. Oh, if you're on holiday with someone, come live with me, like exactly. So he's after living with her now. It all seemed well and good when they were just dating or whatever. But oh, then when, she, when the they, excitement was there, yeah. But now the excitement's a bit died down. They're living together. You just run out of things to say. You know what I mean? And then eventually you just start hating yourselves. Well, sure. Look, that's when you find real love. I got divorced there last week. Oh, <laughs> are you all right? Right. Be, be emotional but she came to live with me for one day oh, <laughs> it last says, says more about you I think <laughs> I think it did yeah um, when they returned the Avengers were temporarily disbanded at the time so the Black Knight found a new home and new employment at or- Oracle Incorporated joining the company's new super team Heroes for Hire oh shit now that's our name too. That is true. It's almost like we took that name. Because we thought it would never be important again. But now you've ran us into an issue here because now people have found out that there's other people called that. Uh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's just, you have been listening to Hero Zero. We'll be back next week. Um, <laughs> here on the... Oh, oh man. Look, if we ever get sued, then we're big enough to be getting sued, you know? That's <laughs> a positive way of looking at it. Because um, yeah, at the minute we're like nothing, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, the Black Knight continued to battle evil as a member of Heroes for Hire until Heroes for Hire's disbanding, which will happen to us one day. Oh no, you're going to live with me for one day! <laughs> <laughs> In one of the team's final missions... Uh, they encountered on Mount Wondagore the humanoid animals created by the High Evolutionary. That's a lot of words. That is a lot it of is. words in a sentence. Basically, there was a scientist who found a secret to genetics and could do anything he wanted. He's called the High Evolutionary and he just started turning animals into people. Oh, sure. He seems like a stand-up guy, in fairness. He really is. Um, yeah. His daughter is. His daughter was injured, and so he used parts of spiders to fix her. And now she's Spider Woman <laughs> Jessica Drew. Of course, yes. Your daughter is sick, so you use parts of spiders. It's the oldest story. I remember it's, my it's mother a, reading that to be a bit. It go in in order of medical discoveries. It's like <laughs> that, and then way down is penicillin. 
<laughs> cure to TB, penicillin, <laughs> and then loads of spiders. Just a big bag of spiders. A big bag of spiders. Uh, so the Black Knight decided to stay on Mount Wondagore and lead these creatures as the Knights of Wondagore. Okay. So now he just leads a team of animal monster knights. But that they seems were all, like a... They're all trained in like the code of chivalry and everything. It's really funny. They're, but they're animals. Yeah, but they're smart. They're can, smarter can than they the like, average human. Can, <laughs> only you could prevent forest fires. Can they hold swords? Yeah, because they're humanoids. Okay. They're like standing up. Oh, sure. Like, then he's fine. He's got a big bear with a sword. <laughs> Nothing worse than a bear with a sword. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're never defeating a bear with a sword. That's like two things combined. It's, it's game over. It's uh, the, You may as well go home. We talked about go bears home. on Weird, Weird News Wednesday this week. Man versus bear. Um, so on his Marvel 1 to 7 rating system, there's nothing to stand out. He has a durability of 5, energy projection of 4, fighting skills of 5, intelligence of 4, speed of 2, and strength of 2. Yeah, but like that's pretty strong in for terms a, of... Like, for a regular man. He's for a human. He's fairly well-rounded. Yeah, and it's probably what a knight would have been. Actually, that's Except very the impressive. Projection. Yeah, because that's very impressive because uh, I always go back to She-Hulk only has three intelligence and she's a liar. And you just said he has four intelligence. And he's an idiot. And he's a moron. He's been turned into a fucking sword. I'm not sure how consistent the rating system is. It's all, it's, it seems a little all over the place. But look, we will trust it because you've used it so many times. It's a staple of this yeah. podcast. <laughs> Up to seven. What the fuck kind of rating? I'm not getting into it. so that's my report on Dane Whitman Uh, a bit of trivia right Uh, George R.R. Martin who wrote Game of Thrones he he was a very big fan of the Black Knight comics and there's there's a character in the Game of Thrones books and the show but uh, they're called Arthur Dane and they're like the best knight the most noble knight the purest knight so, oh, the, okay, so that's like a little callback. Yeah, a little callback to Dane Whitman. Oh, right, and and then it's ironic that Kit Harrington is going to be playing him in the future movie. Yeah, so it all cycles round. Because he is turning into George R.R. R. Martin, so technically George R.R. R. Martin is getting his wish. Yeah, that's how it's going to work. <laughs> it's a circle. It's, he's been sent back in time to the Crusades again. George R. R. Martin was in the Crusades. Imagine though, imagine the seeds. Oh, there'd be there'd be schlaps thrown. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's really good. Um, I think the Black Knight. I knew literally nothing about him before you started, and there's a lot of stuff there that is. There's a lot of things going on, but in his base story, I think it's actually pretty cool how he was the leader of the Avengers, but then he got involved with gods. Like, there's very few characters that have made that connection. Yeah, and to just and he's not even super powered. Like he has a bit of magic around him, but not not to the level where it's a protection for him. Yeah, no, I think that's pretty cool. I think uh, the one thing I want to say about Kit Harrington is you said he's got full face coverage, full bodysuit. Yeah, we said the same thing about uh, Mister Gyllenhaal in Spider Man. You true. don't hire Kit Harrington if you're going to cover that face. That's very true. Now, would you think they'll do like? Uh, you know the knight helmet with the full face open? 
Uh, I don't think anyone looks good in that one either, though. That's I, th- I think that like squashes, squashes the face. Your, yeah, it squishes your cheeks. It squishes your cheeks. I think he'll have no mask on until the big battle at the end, and then they'll bring in the stunt double. Yeah, yeah, and then it's just it's easier to have the mask it's on at that point. Just easier to have it on. Um, yeah, I think that was a very good report, John. Thank you very much, Connor. Yeah, and that's actually probably your longest report you've ever done. I think it is, because there's so much. And I've cut out a load of stuff in this. <laughs> so much dog shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, this was Hero Zero. Um, thank you all very much for listening. We'll be back on Monday, Movie Mondays. Wednesday, Weird News Wednesdays. And next week, we're Hero Zero. It is my week, so it's probably going to be DC News. If you want to support the show, you can go to Patreon. Um, we do have a Patreon. The link is in the description if you want to if you want to give us anything. If not, don't worry about it. You're still going to save three episodes. Um... We also have a Twitter, uh, at Here's Friday Pod, the four is the number four. Facebook, Here's Friday Podcast. Instagram, Here's Friday Podcast. And most importantly, just tell one human being we exist, because that really helps to show out. Um, Sean doesn't normally talk this much shite. Normally, I do a lot of oh. shite talking. Sean is so smart. <laughs> I'm a smart boy. <laughs> smart boy. But he's, something's gone wrong today. So, yeah, as I said, we'll be back next week with all the same usual nonsense. Uh, I've been Carol Otter. I did tell me. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.